0: 445.
1: 445 445
0: 445 445 and 40
2: 45
3: 45. Donnie, it's the Shine Life podcast.
2: Yes, but it's a positive thing, 10. The High Life, the Shine Life.
3: You won't find a cast of characters like this everywhere.
4: Hello, Pooh.
3: Delicious. This particular episode of the Shy Life is is a little more abstract than usual. (laughs) Okay, looks like the hairy guy is ready to record. Three, two,
5: one. Go Shy Yeti.
0: Oh, I hope he hasn't found out my
6: secret. I think he
7: has. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Shy Life podcast with me, Paul the Shy Yeti. How are you doing? Uh, I'm all right. Sorry, I'm a little bit. i uh, a little bit out of breath. I had to jump on a train, and uh, I'm uh, I'm going out today. Now we're exciting. Just to pick up a new pair of glasses. So actually, two new pairs of glasses. But uh, anyway, um, I, I probably won't be speaking to you that much this episode because I'm, I'm handing you over to uh, two good friends of mine. Mr. Toppy Smelly of the Smellcast and DJ Starsage. Well, as you know, they both appear on the show Batonet Minutia. We've talked to them a number of times about uh, uh, the show and hopefully we'll be talking to them about their third season, which is coming to an end um, around the time that uh, this episode will go out properly. We have been planning to record another episode before then, but we haven't got that um, uh, yet. DJ said to me the other day that... He they had quite a lot of, uh, well they do uh, watch parties on Battle in and they record the sort of commentary they make as they're watching the films and um, they don't release those necessarily as podcasts and DJ said that uh, you know, would I be interested in releasing some of the you know if he handed me over the files I could choose um, you know, whatever I wanted to use and well that's what I thought I'd do so I'm gonna have uh, the episode off and I'm going to share with you some of these clips and Cuthbert will be here to help uh, sort of keep things going and well I'll speak to you again at uh, the end of the episode so we run that theme music when we come back we'll have DJ Toppy and Cuthbert here. Okay, more later. Enjoy the show on that theme music.
3: It's time for my old buddy, old pal from across the channel, across the pond, Bob Chandler, the shy daddy.
2: He's not that shy.
7: I wanted was a pie.
3: And then I hatched out with an egg. Okay, bring the mic over.
7: He's ready to record. It's the quiet ones you've got to watch, you know. Is it
5: metaphorical? Is it, is it deep? Is it deep?
3: The <laughs> boy. He's not all that shy is right.
7: Sheesh.
5: Blimey, governor. It's the Shy Life Podcast.
7: If you thought that was bad, just listen to this. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait
2: for it to
7: begin. It's the Shy Life Podcast. It's
5: positively glowing. Hello, listener. Cuthbert the Robot here. The first film that Top B and DJ are watching in their watch party is called How About You from 2007. They also have a special guest, Matt B from chubb Gone Wild podcast. And it even looks like Mr. Yeti was in the chat room when this event occurred in November 2020. Enjoy some of our favorite moments from the party, and I'll be back in a while.
8: I'm connecting us to the stream so that we can actually be there for second audio. So, um, anybody who wants to check, I'll also type it in the chat.
3: You now, will people be able to go, like last time, to the yeah, the Univaz stream, and he, and here's yakin. Yeah, they will. I'll get on Univaz and see if we're here there.
8: And Toppy, I already learned from last time the videos are already uploaded and in a playlist.
3: Excellent. You, you are awesome, sir. We are on Univaz. So, do you want to tell the people in the chat room that they can hear us? Yes, if they want if they want to. OK, OK. And um, so,
8: you know, I um because I'm an overachiever or a Capricorn, whichever you think. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, I thought I would put a little panache on this. So I've got uh, some sound effects. <clears throat> Good evening. It is. Uh, Monday, and it's November thirtieth, so we're in the new week into the holidays. Officially, we had our Turkey Day, and um, if you can hear the sound of my voice, you're just in time for a little impromptu thing we like to call DJ and Toppy at the movies. It's uh, it's a watch party and fish it- fingers. Fish fingers, yeah. So, and if you're just say that, (laughs) if you're a Doctor Who fan, it would be fish fingers and custard. Uh, Matt might know what that means.
2: Oh yes, yes. In fact, that's what Matt Smith is Doctor Who.
8: Yes. So we got. He was going through his transition. So, uh, if uh, you can hear the sound of my voice, also, um, I have myself and my usual partner in crime, Mr. Toppy Smelly, say hello. Hello. And also uh, the ever fabulous Matt of um, Chubs Gone Wild. Hello. Ooh, and uh, in the chat room, uh, Shai Yeti says that uh, we are live, and he heard fish fingers. So, mm. gentlemen, without further uh, to do or adieu, I'll show. Go ahead and start the film.
3: Okay, Shai
8: Yeti, thank you for your card. Your your thank you card, I got it,
3: and you're welcome. <laughs> Here we
8: go. So this film came out in 1995, and um, I don't think it was a very wide theatrical release because it's a not-rated film when you look it up. And um, this stars Joss Ackland and Haley Atwell, and uh, she got to play Agent Carter for, uh, I think, Marvel. And
3: uh, this also has... Uh um DJ yes. you're uh-huh. cutting in and out, so I don't know if there's anything you can turn off mm-hmm. that's maybe soaking up the
8: Let me the turn power my there. volume down.
3: Brenda Fricker.
8: Is that sound any better?
3: Well, you're gonna have to keep talking.
8: Okay. I'm gonna keep talking here. So Brenda Fricker, uh British. Uh, fabulous gal and uh, Imelda Staunton for you Harry Potter fans the uh, the daft lady in pink and um, oh the, uh, the wonderful not quite dame but uh, fabulous Vanessa Redgrave who uh, actually turned down an opportunity be- to become uh, uh, the honorable dame uh, She's one of those fabulous folks who does all sorts of volunteering and believes in worthy causes and well, she she got herself in a little bit of trouble with the public back in the '70s when she did a documentary with Jane Fonda about the Middle East. Now this is set in the north of Ireland, Northern
3: Ireland okay I'm going to move my mic closer because I can't be heard.
6: A Skippy. hygiene technician, and it's temporary. It won't work. It never
8: works.
3: You guys, we are before. all hygiene he technicians, <laughs> <an afternoon. laughs>
8: especially during the pandemic. Now, these two are sisters. If you're listening in um, the streaming server, Matt will be joining us sporadically. Um, there's real world coming through the force field,
6: and I'm trying to get Dan to go with me too. You're not still going out with him, are you? Two years now, thank you. I just don't know what you see in him. If he always seems...
8: So this film came out in 2007, so it's already 13 years old.
3: Is this American made or
8: UK? I, I think it's a UK production. That would also possibly explain the not rated rating. Oh,
6: freezing in here. You don't seriously expect me to wear this?
8: Now this is her estranged boyfriend they just looked at.
6: 10 minutes downstairs. Oh, and Ellie, do something with your hair.
3: Oh. That's so sistery. Mhm. Get out. Get out. Oh. You move everything and I can't find it. And I know you're stealing
1: from me. You go back.
6: This
3: was my father a few months back. ago. Oh. Well, when the home health aide was there. Complete you. with a turban. <laughs> <when you're here.
8: laughs> Because I know how you smellies have that gorgeously long locks.
1: I can't go out with one earring. Get back in my room and find my
6: earring! But I cannot find it! Maybe Ellie could find it.
8: Ooh, Ellie. She probably just
3: did. Whoopsie. (laughs) Uh,
8: Oh, this lady's a gem. I don't know the actress's name, but I'll let you enjoy.
3: I already love her. Hello. Never think he was once
0: a judge of the high court, would you? Quite brilliant in his day, apparently. You don't look like someone who'd work in a place like this.
6: You don't look like someone who'd stay in a place like this. And I never thought I'd end up in one.
3: All right, you Doctor Who kids. Tommy Hashbrown says...
1: Very nice to meet you.
3: Seem familiar, these faces.
1: I'd like to continue taking
7: in the view.
3: In some ways, this almost seems like a UK version of what the last movie we saw. Sort of. Oh, um... does So we're home for Jones. the holidays. Yeah.
8: And there's Vanessa Radgrave, for those of you uh, hearing us. The grand dame of our film.
3: I want a balcony.
8: I'll put that on your uh, request list next time we have lodging together. <laughs> in the chat room uh, Mr. Shayetti says is, is uh, Brenda in her bra this movie we had a little trauma in the last film Matt uh, we had a scene that looped and it featured Anne Bancroft in her Cross Your Heart oh, thank you, nurse.
3: <laughs> oh yeah
8: Toppy was scarred oh wow you look really
6: beautiful where is this taken he was jealous Morocco
3: she was a wild so child. They days. did that. That was in vogue then, Beckman.
8: I can get you some. Before the Reagan administration.
2: <laughs>
8: <laughs> I love knowing older people who have these pictures of themselves from their youth. It mm-hmm. shows you who they are inside still.
3: Mm-hmm.
6: Sorry, nurse has been yeah. complaining about you again. So you breakfast by herself this morning. Where were you? I was with Alice.
3: I have photos of my grandmother when she was a flapper. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. oh
8: that explains a lot. When was the last time you took
6: off?
2: Flapper and a flapper. All
6: that money you got
8: when David got. Do you still wear that Marcel
3: wave in your hair? <laughs> do you think I bought this my my mother, I mean, my grandmother and grandfather were party years back in 1918. Oh, so they lived through the Prohibition. Yes, but. Uh, <laughs> oh, I know damn well. <laughs> they knew where the speakeasies were. Uh, oh! <laughs> and they danced and danced and danced. I have it on good
8: authority that Hubby Billy's uh, grandparents uh, tripped the Light Fantastic themselves. Mm hmm. Uh, Aunt Tappy is based on my grandmother. Uh Helby has pictures of his grandparents' outings And they also included hunting and fishing trips with other couples Shake and
1: pour and Don't forget the olive
8: See, I imagine this is the inspiration for um, Shy agony aunt I'm forgetting your aunt's counterpart in the UK, Toppy
3: Bettina Dupre Oh, yes
6: It's a tiny bit of grass and it's for Alice oh oh it's
3: the us. poor girl never got a single letter <laughs> what are you doing you do this again uh.
6: and
3: if
6: you have any more drugs get rid of them oh. you just don't pay do you you know if you want to mess up your own life that's fine just don't try and drag me down with you yeah you don't need my help for that oh you always have the smart answer don't you it helps her with her pain she's dying Kate I was trying to help her You're trying to get me closed down you mean Going
3: down the so I think this is how they do it in the UK. You can sort of have a boarding house like this that's sort of a slash boarding house slash nursing home and I think this is how they do it there.
8: Oh, is it opposed to a uh, corporately run assisted living
3: place? Well, I'm sure they have those two. Mm-hmm. I th- i think uh, I think Europe, UK, they do things like this because it gives, you know, obviously this woman gets money to have them there. And if you have a big house.
8: Enter Joss Ackland in the background there on the patio. And, uh, you know, it's interesting, topic because I, I believe a few years back, uh, I had our friend Matt on the call with us here, uh, and I attend. Um, well, we had a conversation about um, the uh, UK show Waiting for God, and this should be playing the next uh, installment on the playlist here. Bear with us, folks. I don't know why it's not just going right to the next one. Oh, I have to hit automatic, apparently.
3: Like the Planter Sisters.
8: <laughs> but uh, Matt, do you recall that we had a discussion about the uh, British series Waiting for God?
2: Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. That was
8: true. So I, I would imagine that Vanessa Redgrave's character is uh, some form of likeness to that uh, lady. An homage, if you would. And I'm oh. sure that Paul Chandler... Shy may know what uh, we're talking about.
3: I wouldn't want to play either one of them. they <laughs> oh, tactics, my darling, as our Donald would say, tactics. What is that? My father's very competitive.
8: That's Imelda Staunton from Harry Potter fame. and
3: I was going to say she looks just as evil as ever.
8: <laughs> I was telling Toppy that she did a rather fabulous production of Gypsy where she played Mama
3: Rose. Oh! See, that's that's a competitive person. Oh, no! Oh! See, someone gets their eye pulled out. <gasps> <are you> <laughs> All fun games. games. Oh,
8: Dandy Duncan gets their eye pulled out.
3: Oh! Oh! <laughs> well, you'd know if it was Sammy Davis.
6: Uh...
3: She reminds me of, um, oh, God, American actress. <sighs> uh, Brenda, no. Uh, <laughs> I, I love being, uh, Brenda Vicaro Kotex. Brenda Vicaro.
6: Could you give me one more chance, please?
3: She was in Speed all those years ago. Oh, Sandra Bullock? Sandra Bullock. Oh, I love her. Oh, that's my father, too.
8: <laughs> is that how mom reacts? <laughs>
3: <laughs>
8: she has new teeth, apparently.
3: Doesn't she sort of look like Brenda Bollock? Or whatever her name is? Brenda no. Bullock?
8: Yeah. Well, I think you were saying that about her sister that it was in the scene before this. Oh. <laughs> I, was. I discovered this film uh, with a niece one holiday season when she was basically getting free ba- free babysitting at my house while her mom went shopping uh, and I just uh, opened up the Netflix and there it was and I said Vanessa Redgrave I'm in mhm But the the journey that this young woman goes through in the course of this film is just very heartwarming. And, you know, it it makes you sad for folks that maybe don't give the time of day to their elders. She sort of looks like Holly Hunter. (laughs) (laughs) But no finger in the pie this night. Well, I don't know. Oh, jeez.
6: What are you doing in here?
1: Your nerves are in a bad way.
6: You shouldn't be in here. And you certainly shouldn't be smoking.
1: Your concern for my health is so touching.
3: But Janet, Janet has been writing now for the last fifteen minutes. Go. <laughs> oh, can't wait to see what she's been saying.
2: <laughs> in
8: room, or, or if she fell asleep on her keyboard. <laughs>
3: Have you ever done that? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) Man, I believe it about you, the way you work.
6: (laughs) Do you want to see a film? We could get a pizza. No, I don't. It's Saturday night. I want to go out. Look, why don't we go? (laughs) You're mad. Kate, it's been five years now since David died. How do you expect to meet anyone if we don't get out there?
8: I think that explains how she became in charge.
6: It's funny how different
3: people respond to loss. Okay, I need a little help here. Uh-huh. These young, young people are here because they're visiting someone
8: they know in the house? Uh, no, sir. The lady you're seeing right now is the uh, head in charge. And this lady is her sister who's helping her out during the holidays. Okay. She she lost She's the one running the show here. Right. Yeah, she lost some staff and her sister is helping
3: out. Close the bloody door. Okay. Now I'm with you. It's now the full moon. By the way, gorgeous full moon the other night. Oh yeah. When we see a full moon, does the UK see a full moon? Does it work like that? That is a good question. I will type it out. Oh, <laughs> don't me. She looked like a little bit like precious there. <laughs> or that's not what he was called, but he always said precious.
8: Mm-hmm.
3: Gollum. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
8: Ooh,
3: look at that nice bench.
6: Mm. Mind
8: being they Didn't get that at the Ikea. He likes
6: mm. in unannounced every so often to see if catch us torturing the residents. Leftovers from the set of the crown. Look.
3: Right? Mm. Mhm. Uh lady, you are awesome. Something to take you back. Look at her. She's so cute. The first one's always free. Oh yep. <laughs> <laughs>
8: That's when she finds out she's crossed over now that she's a widow.
3: Take me down
2: to the
8: That's right, there. You better believe... Oh, goody, look at them. <laughs> <laughs> They're having an outing.
3: Okay, I'm in love with this movie already.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, Matthew, yes, they have the sun that's just silly I don't know it's the UK they may have a few days a year they got the fog they got the bad fog oh well, we had fog here today whoo did we ever
8: was it the uh the uh coal, the um sauerkraut festival
3: topping <laughs> <laughs> No, no, we don't have that around here. Uh, no, it was. It just came right up off the lake. Um, hmm. That's right.
1: I was young. I had sex I with everyone, everyone you I could.
3: They called me Pass Around Patty. <laughs> no, they just have... Shiety says they just have painted sets of sunsets uh-huh. and things in the sun.
8: <laughs> They've heard of it. They just uh, share memories.
3: Oh, took that doobie, lady. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. It, is, it has been so long since I've had marijuana. <laughs> Maybe I should have told her this
6: earlier.
3: Matt just has to open a window.
8: <laughs> <laughs> Actually, pretty much. <laughs>
3: I think New York State is going to get the marijuana, but it hasn't yet.
8: I know that they have, um, you know, like pill form. Yeah, there's plenty of, um, you know, cannabis-based oil shops popping up around everywhere. Yeah.
3: I, I wouldn't mind just getting a big... Honking, doobie, and smoking it. <laughs> well, you know the ki- <laughs> the kids these days—they're
8: all into that vaping, and they have these machines that burn it into a a, a balloon, basically. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Because also, uh, they, they have, also- uh, yeah. they have uh, the ends of it now that are specific strains to strains to target different medical maladies as well. Ooh. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Matt, is it legal over where you are?
2: Yeah. -hmm. Yeah, It has
3: been for several years now.
8: Oh, and uh, she's uh, chewing on the cookies that were left.
3: The special cookies. Oh. Oh, yeah, I don't mind adjusting it that way either. Well, some
8: say that, uh, you know, you, you get a different effect that way.
3: Tommy Hash Browns. Is smoking pot right now?
8: <laughs> well, you know, we had a discussion about Tommy's uh, hometown. I usually call it the Great White North, um, mm-hmm. but uh, we also called it um, Horse Poop. Horse <laughs> poop? Yeah. The, what he, you said? Yeah. We called his town Horse Poop, and he's like, he 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 co- he corrected me. I I forgot what he said. But it was an extrapolation on manure.
3: Everybody's going somewhere.
8: I think this is a break for the holidays. They have the option of staying in the residence or going with family.
3: I see. I I tell you, every every other country understands how to do these things, and we just don't. We just don't. Right, absolutely. Absolutely.
8: Well, it was shortly after prohibition where they started to criminalize. I think.
6: Do all the residents leave?
8: Um,
3: yeah, the, they. Yeah, a lot of things became.
6: I would rather. Yeah,
3: opium. Mary Jane. What do they call them? Um, Red hot. <laughs> yeah.
1: How about you? Uh, I go back through Banned
3: substances I don't know Contraband? Contraband (laughs) Okay
8: That's one word for it But I think Hmm. it was Possibly after World War II Or so That they started um, You know Putting it in With like the um, Propaganda films Like VD You know, smoke in the marijuana, it's uh, something that only um, slackers and lowlifes do.
3: Does it really snow in the UK? Is that real?
8: Oh, yeah. I mean, it gets so bad in Ireland that um, after October or so, there's very few flights um, to America.
3: Oh, God.
8: And now we're in the dining room. It's the holidays.
3: Now... Very bad
8: who had to do all the cooking? Um, I think the sisters.
3: Where is she? Probably. Unless they're wealthy enough to have a cook.
6: Our mother isn't very well, so Kate has gone to look after her. Well, if Miss Harris is not here, who is? Only me, I'm afraid.
3: I think she means anyone of any consequence.
6: Well, how long is Miss Harris going to be away
3: for? So it looks like there's well, three residents.
8: No, uh, four, including oh, Vanessa Wright.
6: This is not good enough.
8: No.
1: We
6: pay good money to be here. We don't need to put up with this.
8: Uh
3: oh. It's a riot. One eyed (laughs) 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 William.
6: Santa Rosa della Maria is closed for Christmas now. And Georgia is banned from Santa Rosa anyway, so she can't go anywhere. Santa Rosa Uh, della Maria sounds
3: like south of Sacramento. It's the only way to leave here.
2: (laughs) 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 It would very well be.
8: you can get a reasonable sports a car there.
6: Classic Leek soup. Potato and leek soup. Pea soup <coughs> if you like. A bit of mutton broth. Or you can have lobster bisque. Oxtail soup. Or you can have French onion soup. It all comes out of a tin, so it makes no difference to me.
3: What would you like? Brenda. Oh, she say? <laughs> oh, it's Look almost. Look at those little candle nubbins.
8: It's midnight It's dangerous And we it's Shouldn't do that <laughs> It's midnight And it's a few days From the big day
3: <laughs> Tommy Hash Browns Want lobster bisque
6: Georgia Hello
8: Oh no We've run out of A martini
3: Oh, someone oh, oh, oh let's oh. see what movie they're watching oh it's a blue bottle buzzing
1: what a blue bottle buzzing can't you hear it <laughs> <That's the fridge. laughs> as you hear uh, might as well might get as me well. martini
8: what the hell comes Two. in a can so huge
1: four measures of Aqua one Some olives. I've run out. The house phone is for emergencies, not bloody room service.
3: Oh my god! Oh my god!
1: Plenty of
3: ice. Humphrey's out of the kitchen.
1: Thank you,
8: dear. That's so. Oh, so we know that she prefers her gin martinis and not vodka. Oh, I think Chayetti likes that gin. You know, we had. um one a watch party here last year, uh, Matt. We watched Capri with Doris Day, and hubby uh, oh Billy God. dusted off his bartending skills and made us some martinis for the occasion.
3: Oh my God, that was so good! That martini was good. <laughs> 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 hubby. i saying something. Martinis are like gasoline to me. <laughs>
8: And uh, Hubby's grandfather belonged to a country club, and he had some mad bartending skills. Oh, dear. What are they doing?
1: You'd never think she'd do hip replacements. two hip replacements. She'd do she one hip replacement.
8: These two are sisters.
1: At her age, you think she'd be more careful. Especially on wet grass. she do anything pretentious. <laughs> <laughs> I love to ah, stop ah, on 5th Avenue I like, I like banana, banana
3: splits How about you
8: Here we have the title of the film How about you and it was actually uh, first covered by Judy Garland and then later Frank Sinatra hmm.
3: Um how about I think, I like think yeah Mozart
1: Strauss Mozart Strauss
3: Mozart wrote the oh, yeah. Fledermaus. not mouse? The Fledermaus. By Mozart. Strauss. Mozart. Strauss. Sorry. The, the Fledermaus.
1: Fledermaus.
0: It's an opera by Strauss. Ah. Oh, I know anything about opera. Well, neither do these ah.
3: bats. <laughs> stop them talking about it. <laughs> neither do these two bats. The
6: Fledermaus. <laughs> no, George. I don't have time to get your olives.
8: And, of course, Georgia is Vanessa Redgrave's character. The uh, the, the well, She's uh, the one missing? Yeah, the starlet. No, she, she's not the one that wants to go down by the river. Right, that one is passed on. <laughs> but she has a cute little car there. I think that might be a Porsche.
3: Apparently she has a suspicion of where she is.
2: But I like it Look at
3: that.
2: I like technical
3: jokes to
1: a degree.
6: I love the
8: colour now you'll notice that the lead character is dressed sort of boyish she is pretending to be the driver to pick her up she didn't want to humiliate her
2: how about you
8: You can still please a crowd.
1: Oh, there you are, Dolly. Is my car, ready? Yes, whenever you are, Miss Summers.
8: She called her by her stage name.
1: Lovely, lovely. Thank you.
8: She took the glass with her, and she sure did. I'm guessing that's how she stocks her bar
3: at home. <laughs>
1: lovely. Ugh.
3: Hey, she got in on the wrong side. Why did not they put the steering wheels over there on that side? That's
8: weird. Oh, well, that's a conversation with our friend, Mr. Shayetti. That
3: was fun.
1: That was fun. Huh.
8: Mm-hmm. Oh, I miss,
1: it. I miss being young. I miss the singing and the dancing and the orchestra. I passed three auditions and I got into the chorus of the Kit Kat Club and Cabaret. I mm. bet you did. I, I told you that. And before that, I was in the sound of music. Or did I tell you that? No, no, you didn't. Mm. It was long ago. Long before you were born. <laughs> I miss being young. I miss it. Oh, God. I miss that
8: life. Shyeti says they put no, the steering it. wheel there just to be awkward.
6: Up in that a stick. You still look good though. I mean you don't look old, oh, you don't look bad. Off early. Oh no, sorry, I didn't mean I know to what you meant.
3: This movie is yeah, a lovely to fine DJ.
1: My friends, we all to look
3: like I'm I do enjoy it. Um you know, I, I like my Marvel superhero movies as much as anybody. But th- this is what cinema lacks. Um, just
8: good stories.
2: Because mm-hmm.
8: yeah, how often do you have a, a person that, uh, you know, helps out family and learns about life through people who've already been there?
3: Mhm. Good lord. So that's the problem with the Shaiyari. He's been listening to Abba backwards all this time. <laughs> Good lord, Shaiyari.
6: I know. One soft-boiled egg, two pieces of toast, butter and tea, marmalade
3: on the side. Tommy Hash Browns is never going to forgive Disney. Ever.
6: What was that piece of music that you played last
3: okay. night? Okay, I don't blame him.
8: Oh, in reference to Marvel, yes.
6: Um, would you give me a break?
3: I can't eat my egg without salt.
6: Right, you can have as much salt as you like with your oh, breakfast no. at eight o'clock. Oh it. no!
3: It's... Yeah, but oh
6: no! Well, I was thinking of burning the place down with them that in it. That'd solve all your problems. You aren't sure, don't?
3: You? I think she needs to, to like go on vacation tired. or something. I
6: don't think she'll get home for Christmas. I hate Christmas
3: I think this would have
8: been her vacation If she didn't help her sister out
3: (laughs) Oh my god I I used to love having soft-boiled eggs In one of those things Look at that
8: Oh, little holders Yeah
3: You know why I liked it? Why? Because it was like the way Picard had that egg in that one scene in Star Trek. The next. <laughs> <laughs> I I oh, she's very Sansie's.
8: But she's not wearing the eye patch anymore.
3: Mm. All your boots, all your
8: oh, but in uh, public, she is. It's all for attention. Mm hmm.
1: What's all this about an announcement? I was thinking we should have Christmas
6: dinner together. We're all going to be here for Christmas, and there's nothing we can do about it, so mm-hmm. we might as well try and be a family. we a dysfunctional family, but we're still a yes. family, nonetheless. I'd rather be dead
1: than related to any of ah. So, is that
6: the announcement?
1: I'm going to have my Christmas lunch in my room. Please make sure it's hot. I'll have mine in
6: my room. You can leave it outside
3: my door. Oh, now stop it all, you... <laughs> In the, now everyone's despondent. In the chat room, Paul Chandler
8: Shayeri uh, says that, uh, you know, there's, in uh, European films, there are scenes that uh, give you a chance to catch the scenery.
6: Um. The committee decided we might help make Christmas dinner tomorrow. And we made a list of what we need. We
7: should all go and do the shopping.
1: Oh, shopping, that's a good idea.
6: I'll stay here. and no, Hazel. Mind the house. No, please, I don't want you to be on your own. I don't want to go. Look, we all go or nobody goes.
3: Awesome. Awesome sauce. Merry
7: Christmas to you.
8: Hmm. <laughs> uh, I was in Ireland about five years ago now. That's right. You
3: went there with your hubby and your sister?
8: Yes, and... uh my dear, sweet American sister ordered a uh, a hamburger in a restaurant in Ireland. Mm-hmm. When she could have had anything else that was local fare. Well, well, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, look, here, take this. take
2: this.
8: Mind you, they also had a buffet at the time, and the hamburger was considered a special order item, so we had to wait for her item.
6: Oh, okay. Um, look, here, take this. Take this. You're going to have to finish the shopping. Just... <laughs> Look, um, uh, look, Okay, I'm going to meet you in there in an hour from now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes, let me, let me. Oh, hey, come
3: here. Come here take that. Just stay. This is like an open-air market. Right. I don't
8: know if that was a turkey or if it was a goose, because of course... Uh, I
3: don't know. It could
8: have been one or the other. You know, because over there, uh, it's... Uh, I wonder if it's more common to have goose still. I'll ask uh, Mr. Shayetti
2: lovely
3: boys I know I enjoy a good ju for Christmas you do not you do not have moose I mean goose moose <laughs> oh don't get me started on moose, moose.
8: is is moose a uh, expansion upon the term bear
3: <laughs> uh, well moose moose is kind of a bear no he's a uh, um uh, Fancy he's a, a prime 48 guy. Well, yes, I know of that moose,
8: but I'm just thinking, you know, instead of a muscle bear, you get a moose.
3: Mmm. That could work. Either way. Let's see, turkey, really. People do have goose sometimes. Okay. Mm. Chayette, Chayette doesn't believe he's ever had goose. So I, we've had this um, I have. I have had goose.
6: Have you seen the paintings?
3: Many years ago, when somebody in my family shot one, <laughs> mm-hmm. probably just said it was mean, huh? No, they oh were hunting God. for geese. They're very fatty. Very, very fatty. Yeah.
8: Uh,
1: you should have one of
8: these. <laughs> they're having an evening out at the pub. Just
7: once I start, I can't stop. Drank my way through.
0: Next time Chubb's gone
7: wild. Right. No, that right. seems One day I was sitting <laughs> in the office, and three of my colleagues came in and suggested that I retire. Hey, lady.
8: <laughs> You're on. Ah, oh, here we go. She's a pool shark. My room gets too full. He'll bring down a dealer in town, and he'd sell
6: them. Looker.
3: In, in my life, sure? I personally regret Moving. never taking up an instrument. <clears throat> I tried um, like 20 oh, years ago oh, to, God, to so take <laughs> up the guitar, <laughs> oh, and it was on. just so <laughs> hard. And I just – it was just really – it wasn't easy, and I eventually gave up.
8: Did they um, do anything when you were growing up, mix? I know in my school – They tried to encourage a a music ability and they usually started off with like a, you know, a type of a... a,
3: Plastic recorder? Yes. Ah, (laughs) A -a flutophone. Yes. Oh, you called it a -a Uh A flutophone? Uh-huh. Is it it a recorder?
8: It's my understanding it's one and the same. I think it might just be one instrument company's trademarked name for it
3: suppose
6: all I want is for you
3: anyways we I think it's wonderful I don't know if that's to be possible. able to sit down at a piano and play something or pick up a guitar. I think that's it. just amazing and I, I don't care how simple it is I mean if you can do it I just think it's amazing you know um
8: aside from others of our hobby out there, uh, this isn't me tuning my own horn but I, I did play a, basically a trumpet for eight years and I've been wanting to get back into it.
3: Oh, yeah. Sure, my sister. Well? Oh, look at her. She, her whole hair is different. I'm not bad at all. Don't look
7: bad to all. I never thought I'd say this. You look quite kind of beautiful.
3: Ah. You
8: clean up nice. Hair, uh, nice. I'm gonna cry. She has her hair down, and she brought down her bar. Oh my gosh. She's quite literally spreading cheer. I actually have a grandmother clock that was handed down. We just need to get it tuned. What kind of clock? A grandmother. A grandmother clock? Yeah, the difference between a grandmother clock and a grandfather is the size and the height.
3: Oh, I did not know that. Okay. You?
8: We were always oh, told that it was a grandfather that we had, but it's actually a grandmother.
3: Wait a minute. Who's this Mr. Evans? This is trouble. Uh, he's an inspector.
8: That's what I thought.
3: What? Aww.
8: What a nice little movie. Yeah, we'll let the credits play. So, uh, of course, for those of you who are listening, uh, this was a little taste of the watch party that we like to call DJ and Toppy at the movies. It's a a perk, if you would, if... uh, Sort of a membership, not really, of our listeners for Matinee Minutia. And uh, we do this from time to time. You can uh, follow our Facebook group and get invitations to show up and share a chat room and watch the film. And, um, you know, once in a while we might uh, grab some of the reactions here for future use. So... Tune in on Friday, December 4th, at 9 pm Eastern for our discussion about this film, How about you, a 2007 film directed by Anthony Byrne. Oh, it's only 11:30 there in the UK. That's well, nice we didn't uh, keep them out past the uh, the pumpkin turning.
3: That was really, really good, DJ.
8: I'm glad you liked it.
5: Hello, listeners. Cuthbert the Robot here again. I hope you enjoyed the highlights of that first watch party. Apologies that we couldn't present all of it, but it was a whole film worth of time. But don't worry, there is more to come. Our second and final film this episode from Top B and DJ is from 1941 and is called Meet John Doe. It would appear that, as with our previous film, Mr. Yeti was also in the chat room when the guys held this watch party back in late December 2020. Settle back and have a listen now. Enjoy! Exclamation.
8: So, good evening. It is, uh, Saturday, December 19th. It's just the weekend before the big day. And, uh... It is just before 5 p.m. Eastern. And we are getting together for a watch party. We call this DJ and Toppy at the Movies. So, this is just a, an occasion to share a flick between friends. And uh, if you're listening to the stream, you'll hear um, our uh, two cents. <laughs> So it looks like uh, we've got uh, the usual characters in the chat room. Uh, we can wait a couple more minutes to see if we get a additional. But um, you can copy and paste the invite right from the top of the page and put it anywhere you see fit. So um, I'm sure you can still hear me, right, sir? Okay. Mm-hmm. So can you hear me on the stream there, sir? Now that you've uh, gone in and, uh, you know, uh, hit the bells yeah. and whistles. Okay. Yeah, you're on, you're on, you're Excellent. on. Excelente. So we have our usual cast of characters, uh, myself and yourself, Tommy, and my hubby Billy, and the uh, Shy Yeti. So we've got our usual folks. And great, uh, Mr. Uh, Shy Yeti tells me that he hears me on the stream as well, so we're alive in that regard, and uh, we're coming to you not- tonight uh, in uh, uh, clear as crystal, black and white as um, Gene Wilder's character on uh, Willy Wonka and the oh, Chocolate Factory wait a minute.
3: Uh-huh. you might want to retract the clearest crystal. <laughs> uh, the thing is, it's not a great print. Right. Because well, no great prints <laughs> exist of it that I know of.
8: You know, we'll, we'll pretend that we're in this worldwide pandemic where we're used to seeing it through foggy glasses. <laughs> now, now. <laughs> so we might have another person or two dropping by um, I have invited the duchess but we'll see if her social calendar allows for it let's see there'll only be another moment and we'll actually start this
3: Doobie doobie do. Yeah, As um, so I'll just talk to the audience sure. um, while you do your thing there. Um, so this movie fell into uh, public domain quite some time ago. And I don't. it just sort of seems to have slipped under the radar that nobody picked it up, I guess because no one owned it particularly and nobody wanted to spend the money on it. But this is a, a damn nice film, and it's a shame uh, that it has not... Been uh, restored, uh, or somebody's. <clears throat> um, um, Paul, uh, that's a good question. He wants to know how to change his name. If you if you click on users above, it will show you a diagram on how to do that, and then it'll show you a pencil, and you can change. Ooh. But yeah, but yeah, I guess that's why you know. I would say this is a frank, a frank. This is a Frank Capra movie, and I think it's right up there with It's a Wonderful Life and mm-hmm. Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. In fact, I call this movie a combination of Mr. Smith Goes to Washington and It's a Wonderful Life. So and, why I just won't believe it hasn't been restored.
8: And um for those of you listening, um, I have not seen this film before. Toppy suggested this because uh it has a you know it has a different tone to it than uh, most of your holiday films. This isn't directly about the holidays, but it happens to take place during that time. And uh it's it's just a nice distraction from uh you know, your happy-go-lucky hat-wearing and
3: merry-making. So. Um, just for my own interest, and DJs, <clears throat> everyone in the chat room, just uh, write in first time if this is your first time seeing it. Um, I'm I'm curious. I'm curious.
8: I did recently watch the more recent take on the it's a wonderful life film and this is one that you and i had talked about a few years back on my other show when we talked about our favorite christmas films and Uh this was the uh the essentially remake done with marlo thomas and it was called it happened one christmas
3: i saw it and you know marlo thomas makes it fun and interesting um it's not bad and there's I remember kind of, I I liked it.
8: I enjoyed it too. And I thought it was interesting that although it was a remake, it it didn't try hard to do it scene for scene, but it was, it was a nice homage. You know, you could clearly see that if somebody from a younger generation saw it when it was new, you know, maybe they, they wouldn't think, Oh, this is an old movie. Yeah.
3: Uh, Well, nobody's typed in first time. (laughs) So
8: Okay, well, I will uh, pose the question in there. So w- there's a few of us already in the room. Um, if you'd like, we can go ahead and get this started.
3: Let's do it. Okay.
7: We
0: just lost our heads and acted like Oopsie, a bomb. Oopsie, this French is,
8: is uh, advancing without us, so hang on. There we go.
0: There we go.
8: If I don't... Okay, so we have Gary Cooper and Barbara Stanwyck in the 1941 Frank, Deca- uh, Frank Capra film, Meet John Doe.
3: Okay, DJ. Uh-huh? It might be that you're not close enough to your microphone, but you're skipping in and out.
8: Okay, I'm going to turn my volume down here. How is that? I'll keep talking. Okay. I shall keep talking.
3: No,
8: you're still you're still in a no. Oh, okay. Well, I think this has happened before, and it may just be the way it goes with uh, okay. doing two things at once, unfortunately.
3: La, 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 la.
8: But maybe it'll get better. <laughs> at least this isn't our usual method. Aw, babies. The nursery... Toppy, uh, you seem to be quiet, according to Paul Chandler. So we have uh, a man who is uh, defacing the designation for this building. And this takes place just a couple of years after the Great Depression has ended. So we're probably repurposing the building. Here's the new build in a streamlined newspaper for a streamlined era.
3: Uh, Just FYI, apparently you come through clear to me when there's not much sound on the movie. Oh. But if there's a lot of sound in the movie, you come in and out. I
8: can... Now, everyone has their own volume level on their screen.
3: Can you imagine getting fired this way?
8: Oh, goodness. No.
3: (laughs) Not nowadays. Some kid whistling at you.
8: Managing Editor. Ooh. Nail-biting time. Oops, the poor guy was doing his job and... Had a-
4: yeah, DB. Oh, just cleaning out the deadwood. Okay.
6: Look, Mr. Cannell, I just can't afford to be without work right now, not even for a day. I've got a mother and two kid sisters. More to- good luck telegrams. Well, you know how it is. I've I just got to keep on working, see? Sorry,
4: sister, I was sent down here to clean house. I told you I can't use your column anymore. It's lavender and old lace. Send those other people in.
6: I'll tell you what I'll do. I, I get $30 a week. I'll take $25. $20 if necessary. I'll do anything you say. It
4: isn't the money. We're after circulation. What we need is fireworks. People gonna hit with sledgehammers. Start arguments. Oh,
6: I can do that. I know this town inside out. Oh, give me a chance, All please. right, come in, come
4: in, come in. Okay, she has got to check.
3: We should like Pull say ding 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 when we yep, hear Sproulay something Conning that applies today. Right?
4: Because hey, your as you will find
3: that this movie captures so many things that are happening right now here today. Ah, poor guy. <laughs>
8: it is Barbara Stanwyck the queen of the spotlight in tonight's film?
0: A couple of sticks shy in your collar, man.
6: big, rich slob like D.B. Norton buys a paper and 40 heads are chopped off.
0: Did you get it, too?
6: Yeah. You, too? Oh, Joe. Oh, I'm sorry, darling. Why don't we tear the building down?
4: Before you do, Ann, perhaps you'd better finish this collar. Yeah,
6: lavender and old lace. Wait, Joe. Wait. Why fireworks, huh?
8: Okay. Yeah. So, mm, she's got her own fireworks coming Tippity tappity
3: See kids, this is a thing called a typewriter
8: Otherwise known as a knuckle buster back then Hello
4: is a letter which reached my desk this morning It's a commentary on what we laughingly call a civilized world Dear Miss Mitchell Four years ago, I was fired out of my job. Since then, I haven't been able to get another one. At first, I was sore at the state administration because it's on account of the slimy politics here. We have all this unemployment. But in looking around, it seems the whole world's going to pot. So in protest, I'm going to commit suicide by jumping off the city hall roof. Signed, a disgusted American citizen, John Doe. Editor's note, if you ask this column, the wrong people
0: are jumping off the roofs. Hey, and this is the old fake isn't
6: it? Never mind that, Joe. Go ahead.
8: <laughs> so this would be kind of um, copycatting in a way what was going on ages before during the uh, the fall of the stock market. People were uh, jumping from
3: ledges. It was a popular
0: thing. And do. it's because of the slimy politics that we have all this unemployment here. There it is. That's D.B. Norton's opening attack on the governor. Why, Jim, it's just a letter sent into a column. No, no, I can smell it. That's Norton. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning, governor. Morning, governor. Uh, you're rather early. Governor, did you happen to see this in a new bulletin? Mm, yes. No. I had it served with my breakfast. No, did you? Is D.B. Norton at work? Of course it is. Oh, come, Jim. That little item, D.B. Norton does things in a much bigger way. This is his opening attack on you, Governor. Take my word for it. What did he buy a paper for? Why did he engage a high-pressure editor like Connell for? Yeah. He's in the oil business. I tell you, Governor, he's after your scalp. All right, Jim, all right. Don't burst a blood vessel. I'll look into it. Uh <laughs> huh. You get me Spencer of the Daily Chronicle, please?
4: Yes, yes, I saw it, Governor. If you ask me, that's a phony letter. Why, that gag has got whiskers on it?
8: It's fake news.
4: Okay, I'll get the mayor and maybe the Chamber of Commerce to go after them. Get Mayor Lovett on the phone. Uh, sorry, the mayor's busy on the other phone. Yes, I know, Mrs. Brewster. It's a terrible reflection on our city. I've had a dozen calls already. Uh, Spencer at the Chronicle. Hold him. Uh, just a minute. Yes, Mrs. Brewster, I'm listening.
6: I insist that this John Doe man be found and given a job at once. Now, if something isn't done about it, I'll call out the whole auxiliary. Yes, and the junior auxiliary, too. We'll hold a meeting
4: and see that it is. Yes, Bencie? So. (laughs) The (laughs) governor. Well, what about me? It's my building he's jumping off of, and I'm up for re-election too. What are you doing?
8: He's getting an earful from one of his subscribers.
3: Able to
4: go right past my window. Get me Canal. What was that? Uh, what? Out the window. Something just flew by. I didn't see anything. Well, don't stand there, you idiot. Go and look. Open the window. Oh, why did he have to pick on my building? Is there a crowd in the street? No, sir. Then maybe he's caught on a ledge. <laughs> look at
8: Caught on the ledge.
4: Been a seagull. A seagull? What's a seagull doing around the city hall? That, that's a bad omen, isn't it? Oh, no, sir. The seagull is a lovely bird. <laughs> it's all right, Mrs. Brewster. It was just the seagull. Now, I mean, nothing's happened yet.
8: So just I a seagull.
4: You. Don't worry, Mr. Brewster. J- j- just leave it all to me. Spencer, I'll call you back. Hello? Canel? This is... What are you doing? This is the man. Yes, man, love it. How many times are you going to call me? I've got everybody and his brother and sister out looking for him. Did you see the box I'm running? An appeal to John Doe. Think it over, John. Life can be beautiful, says Mayor. If you need a job, apply to the editor of this paper and so forth and so forth. Okay, Mayor, I'll let you know as soon as I have something. What? Well, pull down the blinds. i up to Miss Mitchell's house, boss. Boys, she's in a bad way. Where is she? Hey, do you know something? She supports a mother and two kids. What do you know about that? Did you find her? No. Her mother's awful worried about her when she left the house. She said she was going on a roaring drunk. Of uh, the girl, I mean. Go out and find her. Sure. Hey, but the biggest thing I didn't tell you, her old man's uh, Doc Mitchell. You know, the doctor yeah. saved my mother's life and wouldn't take any money for it? You remember that. Okay, boss, I'll go and look for
3: her. That guy right there has been in a million things. Holy
4: smokes, Commission, you've had 24 playing hours. Playing
3: this exact same character. Okay,
4: Hawkshaw, grab a pencil. Here it is again. About five foot five. Brown eyes. Light chestnut hair.
8: Now, is he describing John Doe? And
4: her legs is ever walked into this
8: office Uh, oh she was missing for a moment do
6: you want to see me?
4: no I've had the whole army and navy out searching for you because that's a game we play here every day
6: I remember distinctly being fired
4: that's right but you have a piece of property that still belongs to this newspaper and I'd like to have it what's that? the letter
6: what letter?
4: the letter from John Doe oh the whole town's in an uproar we've got to find him and the letter's the only clue
6: there is no letter we'll get a handwriting expert to say that again there's no letter I made it up Oopsie you, it up. Mm-hmm. you said you wanted fireworks
8: Cat's out of the Don't bag you
4: know there are nine jobs waiting for this guy 22 families want to board him free Five women want to marry him And the mayor's practically ready to adopt him And you Just call the morgue boss. He said there's a girl there Shut up. up Ann Say why didn't you
0: Only one thing to do Hank Drop the
4: whole business quickly huh. Run a story Say John Doe was in here And is sorry he wrote the letter and... That's right They've got it. Sure. He came in here and I made him change his mind well, look, editor saves John Doe's life. Well, it's perfect. I'll have Ned write it up. Oh, Ned, I got a story I want you to...
6: Wait a minute. Listen, you great big wonderful genius of a newspaper man. You came down here to shoot some life into this dying paper, didn't you? Well, the whole town's curious about John Doe, and boom, just like that, you're going to bury him. There's enough circulation in that man to start a shortage in the ink market.
4: In what man? John Doe. What John Doe?
6: I John Doe, the one I made up. Look, genius, now look. Suppose there was a John Doe and he walked into this office, what would you do? Find him a job and forget about the whole business, I suppose, huh? Not me. I'd make a deal with him. A deal? Sure, when you get hold of a stunt that sells papers, you don't drop it like a hot potato. Well, this is good for at least a couple of months. You know what I'd do? Between now and, let's say, Christmas when he's gonna jump, I'd run a daily on. Starting with his boyhood, his schooling, his first job. A wide-eyed youngster facing a chaotic world. The problem of the average man, of all the John Doe's in the world. Now, then comes the drama he meets discouragement he finds the world his feet of clay his ideals crumble so what does he do he decides to commit suicide and protest against the state of civilization he thinks of the river but no no he has a better idea the city hall why because he wants to attract attention he wants to get a few things off his chest and that's the only way he can get himself heard so 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 he writes me a letter and i dig him up he pours out his soul to me and from now on we quote i protest by john doe he protests against all the evils in the world the greed the The lust, the hate, the fear, all of man's inhumanity to man. Arguments will start. Should he commit suicide or should he not? People will write in pleading with him, but no. No, sir, John Doe will remain adamant. On Christmas Eve, hot or cold, he goes. See?
4: Very pretty. Very pretty indeed, Miss Mitchell. But would you mind telling me who goes on Christmas Eve? John Doe. What John Doe? The one we hire
6: for the job, you lunkhead.
4: Wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me get this through this lame brain of mine. Are you suggesting we go out and hire someone to say he's going to commit suicide on Christmas Eve? Is that it? Right, well, you're catching on. Who, for instance?
6: Anybody. A, a
4: beanie will do. Why, sure. Who, me? Jump off a. Oh, no, any time at Christmas. I'm superstitious. <laughs>
8: <laughs> They'd get in trouble for trying to do this these days.
4: Miss Bishop, do me a favor. Will you go on out and get married and have a lot of babies, but stay out of newspaper business better get that story in hank it's getting late
6: you're supposed to be a smart guy if it was raining hundred dollar bills you'd be out looking for a dime you lost someplace
4: holy smokes wasting my time listening to this mad woman look chief look at the chronicle is running on john doe they say it's a fake why the no good the john doe story amateur journalism it's probably phony as a winner anyone is taking it serious what do you think of those guys that's
6: fine that's fine now fall right into their laps go ahead Say John Doe walked in and called the whole thing off. You know what that's going to sound like on top of this.
4: That's all, Ned. Thank you. All right. Amateur journalism, huh? Why, that bunch of sophomores, I can teach them more about... Hey, boss, get a load of this. What? Look. What do they want? They all say they wrote the John Doe
6: letter.
4: Yeah, yeah. They the letter. Oh, they all wrote the
6: letter. Tell them all to wait. Look, Mr. Connell, one of those men is your John Doe. They're desperate and will do anything for a cup of coffee. Pick one out and you can make the Chronicle eat their words.
4: I'm beginning to like this. If you ask me, Hank, you're playing around with dynamite. No, 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 no. The gal's right. We can't let the Chronicle get the laugh on us. We've got to produce a John Doe now. Amateur journalism, huh? I'll show those guys.
6: Sure, and there's no reason for them to find out the truth either, because naturally I won't say anything. Would you be willing to say you wrote that letter and stick
0: by it? I get the idea. Yeah? Maybe.
3: All he knows is there's food over there. Right? There's a, a sandwich. I don't know. He
6: don't seem like the kind of a guy that would fall in line. When you're desperate for money, you do a lot of things, Mr. Connell. He's our man, I tell you. He's fainted.
8: Well, get,
4: get the water,
6: of... quickly.
0: Hurry up, Pop. Why do you sit down tonight. You all right? Yeah, I'm all right.
6: How many is that, six?
8: Don't pull his finger later. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> was, it, was that an egg, or an egg? Yeah, it looks like a hard-boiled egg. It
3: is a hard-boiled
8: egg. Oh,
0: no. Hey, <laughs> all this John Doe business is bad. if you ask
6: me. Nobody asked you.
0: Trying to improve the world by jumping off buildings. You couldn't improve the world if the buildings jumped on you. Don't mind the colonel. He hates people.
6: He likes you well. Stick around.
0: Well, that's because we both play do I met him in a boxcar a couple of years ago i was fooling around with my harmonica and he comes over and joins in i haven't been able to shake him since
3: uh gary cooper died a week after his 60th birthday oh
4: Here he
6: is. No, no, no. You can't take pictures of him like that, eating a sandwich and with a beard.
4: But he's going to jump off a building.
6: Yes, but not because he's out of a job. That's not news. This man's going to jump as a matter of principle.
4: Well, maybe you're right.
6: We'll clean him up and put him in a hotel room under bodyguards. We'll make a mystery out of him. Did you speak to Mr. Norton? Thanks,
4: it's terrific. Says for us to go to the limit. Wants us to build a bonfire under every big shot in the state. Oh, Squire,
6: well, is that the contract? Yeah.
4: What's he doing here?
6: Friend of his. They play duets together.
4: Duets? But can we trust him? Oh. I trust him. Oh, you trusted me? Well, that's fine. I suppose he trusts you, too. Oh, stop worrying. He's all right. Okay, but we don't want more than a couple of hundred people in on this thing. Yeah.
6: Take it easy, John
3: Doe. That's Gabby Haynes.
4: And you start pounding that typewriter. Oh, boy, this is terrific. No responsibilities in our plot, just statements from John Doe, and we can blast our heads off.
6: Before you pop too many buttons, don't forget to make out that check
3: for
0: a thousand.
3: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. let your conscience be your guide. Hey, even
0: the major leaguers don't write an outfit like this.
3: Here, make yourself comfortable. Paper?
0: <laughs> I don't read no papers, and I don't listen to radios either.
3: Good for you. I know the words seen
0: <laughs> by a drunken barber, and I don't have to read it.
3: There you go.
8: I hang out at the bar and find my news the natural way.
0: Guys like you go So on to be this movie is, I, is it never had filled a with character got a actors some all that, goofy. The first thing that All these people the were in
3: no. five million movies.
0: The first thing that happens to a guy like that, he starts wanting to go into restaurants and sit down at a table and eat salads and cupcakes and tea. Hmm. Boy, what that kind of food does to your system.
8: Eh. Sounds like my diet right, Laley.
0: <laughs> the next thing the dope wants is a room. Yes, sir, a room with steam heat and curtains and rugs. And before you know
8: it, he's all
4: softened
0: he can't sleep unless he has a bed. Hey, stop worrying, Colonel. Fifty bucks ain't gonna ruin me. I've seen plenty of fellas start out with fifty bucks and wind up with a bank account.
4: Hey, what's Mm -hmm. the matter with a bank account anyway?
0: And let me tell you, Long John, when you become a guy with a bank account, they got you. Yes, sir, they got you. Hello.
8: Ooh. He's got a little statue there. She ain't got no clothes on.
6: (laughs) Well, well... If it isn't the man about town!
8: All set,
0: Miss Anne. Hmm.
6: Oh, oh yes. <laughs> let's go. Um. Let's see. We want some action in these pictures. Uh, action. Mm-hmm. That's good. Uh, no, no, no. This man's going to jump off a roof. Here, let me let me comb. You.
8: That was provocative. Sit down. Let me comb your hair.
6: <laughs> you
8: jump off the roof. Yeah, I've Now, unbutton this collar here so I can see. What you're, what you're working with?
0: You
6: know he's got a nice face, hasn't he? Yeah, he's pretty. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Sit down, quiet, egghead. (laughs) Oh.
8: Hubby Billy in the chat room says he wants the statue for uh, our bathroom.
6: You don't have to smell the
8: world. (laughs) (laughs) Well, all those guys never mind those
6: guys. All right, stand up. Now let's see what you look like when you protest. Against what? Against anything, just protest.
0: You got me. <laughs> oh,
6: look, I'm the umpire, and you just cut the heart of the plate with your fast one, and I called it a ball. What would you do?
3: How much money do you get?
6: $30.
3: $30? $30. Did you hear that, folks? Oh, he's $30. Uh, what I mean, what do you want, a journalistic career?
6: Money.
0: money. She's honest. Well, I'm glad to hear somebody admit it.
8: Ooh, that's a pretty roll top desk. Mm hmm. Back when you stubbed your toe on furniture, you had to get amputated.
6: Seriously? I knew he had a diary. There's enough in it for a hundred speeches. Things people ought to hear nowadays.
8: Oh, Papa's private papers.
6: Always helped to keep your father alive for me. You better, Wilma.
4: John Doe don't want to sign no autographs Well, what does he do all day? What does he do all day? He's writing out his memories Aww.
0: Sorry, lady, you can't see Mr. Doe He wants to be alone No, no, he just sits around all day And commutes with himself
3: Commutes Did
0: you get him? You're out Swell What's this, the end of the eight? Nine.
8: That's sports ball talk, folks
4: Hey, Benny. <laughs> there's a couple of mugs in the Chronicle snooping around out here. Ah. Woo! <coughs> Come on, Angel Face.
8: Angel Face. Wayne. Hey, What's on.
4: the score, Angel Face? Tweeted two off paper.
8: Gee, that's great. Oh, there was Carmine's nickname for um, uh, Shirley on uh, Laverne Shirley's Angel Face. Hmm.
0: Hey, you got swell form there. Must have been a pretty good pitcher. Pretty good. Say, I was just about ready for the major leagues when I chipped a bone in my elbow. I got it pitching in a 19 inning game. Nineteen? Yep. Yeah. There was a major league scout there watching me, too. And he came down after a game of the contract. You know what? I couldn't lift my arm to sign it. I'll be okay though as soon as I get it fixed up.
8: It's too bad.
0: What do you mean, too bad? Huh? Oh, that you'll never be able to play again. What are you talking about? I just told you I was gonna get Well, my... you know how they are in baseball if a guy's mixed up in a racket.
8: Mm-hmm. Racket, what
3: do you mean? A racket?
0: Well, I was just thinking about this John Doe business.
3: Oh, well, As
8: soon as
0: it comes out, it's all a fake. You'll be washed this, up in baseball. This won't guy you?
3: is a mole.
0: And good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Kenneth Fry speaking for the New Bulletin. Tonight, we give you something entirely new and different. Standing beside me is the young man who has declared publicly that on Christmas Eve he intends to commit suicide, giving as his reason, quote, I protest against the state of civilization, end quote. Ladies and gentlemen, the new bulletin takes pleasure in presenting the man who is fast becoming the most talked up person in the whole country, John Doe. Ladies and gentlemen, I am the man you all know as John Doe. I took that name because it seems to describe, because it seems to describe the average man. And that's me. (coughs) And that's me. Well, it was me before I said I was going to jump off the city hall roof at midnight on Christmas Eve. Now I guess I'm not average anymore. Now I'm getting all sorts of attention. From big shots, too. We've been double-crossed. The mayor and the governor, for instance. They don't like those articles I've been writing.
4: You're an imposter, young fellow. That's a pack of lies you're telling. Who wrote that speech for you? Spencer
0: Ladies and gentlemen the disturbance you just heard was caused by someone in the audience who tried to heckle Mr. Doe The speech will continue Well people like the governor people like the governor and that fellow there can can stop worrying I'm not going to talk about them, I'm going to talk about us, the average guys, the John Doe's. If anybody should ask you what the average John Doe is like, you couldn't tell him because he's a million and one things. He's Mr. Big and Mr. Small. He's simple and he's wise. He's inherently honest, but he's got a streak of larceny in his heart. He seldom walks up to a public telephone without shoving his finger into the slot to see if somebody left a nickel there.
8: (laughs) Ah, the classic under-the-bridge scene.
0: I knew you'd wake up sooner or later. Boy, am I glad we got out of that mess. I had the 5,000 bucks sewed up Could have been on my way to old Doc Brown
3: See, that, that's the shame of it all If this had been a restored You're a pitcher, print, John, she
0: says Now go in there and pitch first
3: shot there, there mm,
0: eight, eight, It would have been beautiful he just like the rest of them. It's, it's, lucky it's just away a
3: murky mess right What was here.
0: I doing up there making a speech anyway? Me, huh? Geez, the more I think about it yeah. The more I could Tear down all the fences Why, if you tore one picket off of your neighbor's fence He'd sue you 5,000 bucks had it right in my hand What do you mean he ran away? Look after him. Find him. That man is terrific.
8: He's selling my papers.
0: I'm sitting. I I don't see any sense in you jumping off any building. <laughs>
8: no. Now, a lot of the principles that they're talking about in this film seem to be the the charters, the foundations of a lot of the groups like the Rotary and the United Way. and um, I know of one that's called, I think, the Optimists.
3: Yeah it's just uh, people on a community Delaney, level Delaney, taking an interest you in each other me, hearing each other and breaking the walls down and creating opportunities for themselves
8: you know concepts that we, we used to call being a pillar of the community you're you're providing a support structure you you're creating you know um uh, a system
0: i don't get it look all those swell people think i'm going to jump off a building or something i never had any such idea
3: gosh that's a key point well, of well, this, this would movie be a mighty
0: fine example himself to go around telling other people how to say look what happened the other night was on account of miss mitchell here she wrote the stuff don't you see what a wonderful thing this can be But we need you, John. You're hooked. I can see that right now. They got you. Well, I'm through. For three years, I've been trying to get you up to the Columbia River country. First, it was your glass arm, then, it was the radio, and now it's the John Doe clubs. Well, I ain't
3: waiting another minute. As nice as all this seems, there's deception. Gangway,
0: you helots!
3: And that's because
0: hey, Colonel, wait a minute. both all
3: parties they all use deception. Now, to not you go along
0: with John Doe and Miss Mitchell and handle the press and the radio? Me? Yes, I don't want to take any chances. And Johnson,
8: he was sort of their scapegoat. Do that. Gary Cooper flags up there said, said, "I, want to
0: see that I never had any before. intention of in killing
3: myself." deceive people
8: yeah of course certainly nowadays um, they, they couldn't even approach something like this because allowing it to be printed would be to uh, you know incite copycats
3: well uh, all I'm saying is mm-hmm. I don't care what party you belong to deception is part of the game
8: right
0: Got
4: a car right down. They are, Norton, the people. Try and lick that.
8: Ah, the infamous stock bell scene. Ah. Uh. Ooh, here we have the cast. Who swept the floor?
3: I'm sorry, the colonel was Walter Brennan, not Gabby
8: Hayes. Jesus. Oh, Gene Lockhart. wonder if it's any relation to June. I don't know. We got uh, Angel Face as Warren Heimer. And Mitchell Lewis, Von Glazer.
3: Well, I feel stupid for saying Gabby Hayes (laughs) something. Well, that's
8: okay. Walter Brennan. Better than my guess. (sighs) Oh, so... We hope you enjoyed tonight's show. That was the 1941 Frank Capra film. Meet John Doe with Gary Cooper and Barbara Stanwyck. And, uh, hope that you guys are having a safe and happy holiday season. And, uh, we'll be returning with more episodes of Matinee Minutia after the new year. Uh, we're going to be putting together a little special shoe for you, but, uh, I also thought we might try and dig up a, another watch party, maybe just the day after New Year's. I'm, I'm working on it. I've got, uh, you know, a, uh, an old disc or two I might dust off.
7: Well, listeners, that's pretty much all we've got time for this episode. I'd like to thank Toppy and DJ for allowing me to use all this material from their Matinee Minutia watch parties which, uh, yes, (laughs) in typical Charlotte podcast style, they were talking about um, sort of films set around Christmas time, and I'm releasing this in the summer. So, yeah, that's pretty standard, I think. But uh, when I chose those files, I forgot that uh, I was actually in the chat room when they did these two uh, films. So, yes, Uh, so I I can attest that they were um, definitely films worth watching. Of course, the two films, one from 1941 and one from 2007. So, uh, world's part, anyway. uh, We do have a couple of other um, files that I've been gifted by Toppy and DJ. So, I'm going to keep those for, well, for a rainy day. So, we will be having more from Matinee Minutia in the future. And I'm also hoping to talk to the guys about the third season of their show, which is coming to an end, as I think I said in the start, sometime in the next few weeks but uh, anyway uh, so yeah, more from DJ and Toppy um, soon, soon Um, but anyway yes, we are running out of time so um, thanks to uh, you all for listening I hope this introduced you to uh, some films that you you didn't know and uh, yeah we have plenty of episodes in store for you Um, there may even be one more episode released this month June 2021 but uh, uh, well I'll see I'll get editing so I will speak to you soon you take care but I will say goodbye for now okay bye bye for now I actually have something to share with you. Something that Toppy Smelly sent me. Um, Something that he and uh, his team from the Smellcast um, recorded briefly just the other day. Now, um, I'll explain what it is, then we'll play the end theme music, and then I'll play the clip before we actually go. So, do you remember... Well, it was at the start of this month. uh, We did that whole intergalactic quiz with Ryan up in space, yeah? Yeah. I was just reading the questions, but, uh, Yeti Uncle John Cromarty and Ryan, um, took part and, and actually won. Um, it was a real team effort, but, uh, Ryan was the one who had to answer the last question. So, yeah, uh, a lot of credit goes to him, but, but uh, anyway, um, that quiz, because there was, you know, all sorts, of, I mean, we never met the, the, the different teams, of course, mm-hmm. but, um, it wasn't broadcast live because I think that would have just been far too complicated, but uh, but it has been broadcast in the last week or two, I believe. I actually missed the transmission, so I have to catch up with it. But Toppy and um, the Smellcast gang were a little bit uh, in advance of uh, of us, and they they actually saw it when it was broadcast. And um, well, Toppy recorded a little bit. He was he was very excited that we were doing the quiz, and uh, so. Um, the theme music. I can hear the theme music. So after this, I'm just going to play the little clip that they sent. So, um, okay. But uh, <laughs> to be continued. i got to go now. I Bye. i want to with you. Got to go.
2: Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.
8: Goodbye.
3: Goodbye. This show is part of the Pride 48 Network. Find more shows over at pride48.com.
4: Oh dear, (laughs) what's going on
3: now?
8: Oh,
0: it's the (laughs) Shy Life Podcast. Let's
4: go.
3: I have a voice. I have a voice. You have a voice. You have a voice. We have a voice. We have a voice.
0: Unique voices in podcasting.
7: Univarsepods.net. Okay, listeners. Um, this is what Toppy sent me just the other day.
3: Well, well, Are really exciting? <laughs> now, Toppy, how <laughs> yeah. did you know about this? Uh, Paul sent me a-, a link. Okay, well, this better be good. <laughs> Why? What else do you got to do? I- for guys, Toppy. Gee. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> Where's the popcorn? Oh, I got it right here. Well, at least there's popcorn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is going to be really exciting. This is a high-stakes intergalactic quiz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, how exciting, Toppy. Uh, uh, Paul Chandler's the, the quiz master. How Hell did he get that? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not certain. Anyways, this is going to be very exciting. Who else is participating in this? Yeah, do we know the contestants or not? <laughs> yes, that's what's so exciting about this. Look, uh, the uh, uh, folks from the Shy Life podcast are the contestants, or at least you know the Earth contingent. Uh, anyways, uh, of course that's who we're rooting for, right? Earth? Uh-huh. Man, why not? Okay. Yes, we're rooting for Earth. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. wait, 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 wait! Did you? You say intergalactic? Yes. Oh no! Does that mean there's going to be whack job aliens involved in this contest? Yes, from all over the galaxy. That's why they call it intergalactic, dear. Yeah, yeah I get it. But does this mean there's going to be subtitles? No, I don't know, Tuppy. I don't know. I suppose. I mean, if if there's, a, I mean, there's lots of languages involved. Yes, there's probably going to be subtitles. Oh my God! I hate reading subtitles. <laughs> oh, <No>, very. <laughs> Heaven's sakes, like, so, just to deal uh, with it, sassy. Uh, Anyways, what, what so over there we, at the Shy Life okay. Podcast, uh, uh, we've got uh, 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 Cromedy. You know Cromedy. Mad scientist. <laughs> <In the laughs> <Middle Eastern. laughs> laboratory nerd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, also participating what from the Shy Life Podcast into is, into is is Yeti yeah, Uncle say, John. All past Pastor Nerd. <laughs> <A> lovely man. <laughs> and uh, finally, um, uh, uh, um, a new guy they got over there at the Shy Life Podcast. He's his name's Ryan. He's from Canada and he works at the comic book store. Can you imagine? You. Oh, it's how fun, dear. So anyways, up we're up. pinning our hopes on them. them <laughs> oh, okay, Seth. <laughs> <as a, laughs> <laughs> Good but luck to Ryan, to you, yes, too, Uncle yeah. John, okay, and that dear, dear Cromity.
7: Uh, yeah, go Earth! Go Earth! Is the highest point in the English National Park. Oh, me. We can't say it's not British now or English now, can we? i well, have never heard of it, Dunkery Beacon. I hope you enjoyed that. <laughs> yes. Uh, I bet they were cheering along. Uh, some some listeners are probably cheering on football around now but uh, uh, my pals from the Smellcast are cheering us on um, in the quiz leagues. So, uh, Okay, uh, thanks for listening. All right, bye-bye for now. Bye now.
3: I don't know, but sometimes this show is really weird. Oh, yeah, that's perfectly normal. And the like Podcast, perfectly normal. I'm going to i Thanks for being here, Cheyenne.